It's time to talk gardening. Linda Hallinan joins me. Hi, Linda. Hi there. I am very excited. I got a new garden shed. Oh, <laughs> right on cue. <laughs> right on cue. I know. I'm very excited because now's the time that we sort of have to start thinking about um, potting sheds because now's the time for potting our seeds, isn't it? Yeah, this is my husband's least favourite time of the year because the front of our house starts to look like stepdone sun. You know, there's all these tables rigged up and trestles and bits of seed, seeds raising, you know, growing in tubs and trays. And it just looks like an awful mess everywhere because I, I like to recycle all the plastic containers I've got. Of course. And so, yeah. So what's happened, though, is that potting sheds have really become women's spaces rather than men's. So in the past, potting sheds were always, you know, where the blokes stored the power tools. Yeah. I don't know what the ladies were supposed to be doing, but I guess we were out in the cold, whereas these days, probably because of Instagram and social media, people's potting sheds have become really photogenic, and I love them. It's one of my favourite things to look up is potting nooks or potting benches, potting sheds. Oh, is that the hashtag to look up? Potting yeah, nook? Potting, potting or potting sheds, yeah, because basically they're, they're like these little fancy sheds now where you know, you don't have a horrible corrugated iron, you know, shed down the back of the garden, which you put your stuff in and then you trudge away from. Now you have like a mud room or a potting nook or a utilities room, which is my new favourite thing. Um, and that's kind of where you put all your crap. <laughs> I'm into it. I'm into it. Yeah. So what are your tips for your for your nook? Oh, well, so I've got a couple of different nooks and I've got to say they're pretty impractical. I've got a lean-to um, off my cottage garden, which we built from recycled windows. And it's super cute. It's full of pot plants. Um, highly impractical for potting because the neighbour's cat has pretty much taken up residence in it. And I don't have access to water. So you do need water if you're going to be potting things up. And so I would say if you can swing it, try to get warm water. Because actually when you're out there at this time of the year sowing seeds and using water, your hands get really cold. Mm. And if you're washing your hands in between potting things up and that sort of thing, it's actually quite nice just to use warm water. And also at this time of the year, I, I would use warm water with a little bit of um, liquid fertilizer in it to water my plants and to water my house plants to get them growing. So it just gives them a little extra warmth. So yeah, a bit of water if you can, if you can swing it. If you can't swing it, um, just maybe get a little water barrel of some sort. So even if you've only got a very small roof on your potting nook or your potting shed, just run a piece of um, skirting and a downpipe into like a wine barrel or, you know, a plastic barrel if you can get one because they're about five bucks, whereas wine barrels these days are about $300. So, yeah, depending on how cute you want to make it and how practical. Mm. Just get something to collect water in with a tap at the bottom so that you've got access to emergency water. So if you've got to perk up one plant or water or a seed tray, that sort of thing. It's just right there and then, easy access. That's so interesting about watering plants with warm water. I haven't thought of that. Is there a, t- is, you know, is it, how warm are we talking? Well, I would, I would use quite warm water. So like, you know, baby bottle warmth. At yeah. this time of the year, if you live in the country like us, you will have Act A pets. And so you'll be using a lot of lukewarm water to mix up baby bottles left, right and centre. So just so it's warm enough for your hands. And if, you, if you're sowing seeds, you can actually sow with hot water. Like you can moisten the ground with um, hot water because that helps to kickstart germination for lots of things. Things like parsnips, you can pour boiling water on. They love it. Really? But boiling, yeah, in fact, to be honest, you know, if you've got an electrical PowerPoint in your potting shed, an uh, electric jug would be quite handy too for cups of tea. Ah, now you're talking. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing that's really important is the bench height. So if, a lot of people will reuse like an old table or something like that because it looks nice. But mm. if you're going to be bending down and sowing lots of seeds, you do want to have a bench height that's equivalent to what you would have in your house. So it's usually about 900. I actually like it a little bit higher. 
I find it a bit easier if I've got heaps of punnets of things lined up just to have it slightly higher than that. So whatever suits you. Otherwise, use a couple of boards to like prop up half of it so that you've got access to stuff so you're not always bending over. Mm, that's clever. Yeah, of course. What else are necessities for our garden sheds? Well, it's not a necessity, but it's helpful to have a north-facing window because that way, if it's a sunny day, everything will be a lot warmer and you can actually just line all your seed trays and your cuttings and things like that up inside a window. Whereas, you know, if you've got a really cold potting shed, things things just won't grow. And then you end up having to take everything inside and annoy your spouse <laughs> because you've got pots everywhere with, you know, bits of stuff trying to grow in it. So... And I do think it's important, you know, if you if you like things, to, to go to op shops and buy them. So I like to collect old gardening implements. I've got lots of old watering cans and spades and things like that. And it, it adds so much charm and character because when you are potting up things, it's nice to feel like you're in a, in a pretty space. I know that sounds ridiculous, but it's like anything. Like if you have a really ugly kitchen, you don't want to spend time in it, right? Mm. And it's the same with a potting shed. If you've got a real cutesy potting shed, that makes you feel good to be in, then you'll just be much more likely to be in there. And the way that I like to think is that you save heaps of money because the more time you spend sowing things from seed and taking cuttings yourself, the more money you save, right? Of course. So yeah, so even if you spend a couple of thousand dollars on your potting shed, <laughs> it's worth it in the long run. Yeah, of course, of course. I spent $20 on lettuces the other day, or, you know, different varieties of lettuce to grow. And then I went to the supermarket and it's going to be, it's going to save me so much money if these lettuces grow well. Oh, I tell you, the thing at the moment is strawberry plants. Like, I really need to replace my strawberries, but they're like 8 or $9 each now because there's a strawberry shortage. And so I was like, ooh, if I, if I repot eight plants and two little beds, it's going to cost $56. I'm like, that's wow. too much. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. So, yeah, good to be able to grow your own things from bits and pieces that you've already got. Yes, and just a little question from me. I'm planting seeds at the moment, but uh, a newish gardener. But do I need to wait? Is it good to sort of wait a couple of weeks between planting my seeds so then throughout the summer I get a good good growth? Well, to be honest, at this time of the year, you sow one lot of things and they take so long to grow. So, you know, the lettuces that you sow today Mm. will be tiny little plants in a month. Whereas the lettuces you sow in one month will be big plants in two weeks after that. So Uh the the time shrinks as we get closer and closer to summer. So there's not a lot to be gained by sowing things too soon and sowing too much of them because then you've got to cosset them along in pots and trays until about Labor Weekend. But after Labor Weekend, you can pretty much plant everything outside. So you save heaps of time and heaps of money, whereas up until that time, things are going to grow quite slowly. So it's probably still worth buying punnets of things like lettuces rather than sowing them from seed direct now. What are you sowing by seed then? Oh, I've got just everything going. I'm, I'm going flowery at the moment because oh. I don't need to start my vegetable garden yet because I've already got that full of winter things. So I'm sowing lots of poppies and phlox, uh, forget-me-nots. I've got some white forget-me-nots going and some blue Chinese ones, just simple things. So they're all known as hardy annuals, so things like orlea, which is a really fabulous little lace flower, just the you know pansies, those sorts of things. Things you don't need but will brighten your days come November. (laughs) I love it. Linda Hallinan, thank you so much for your time and happy gardening this weekend. You too. That's uh, Linda Hallinan.